Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to r slash am I the butthole, where this dad wonders if he's in the right or wrong for kissing his son. Now, I know that sounds strange, but trust me, there is a lot more to this story. Here we go. Am I the butthole for not treating my wife like an equal parent by telling her she has no say in the way I bond with my son and also calling her homophobic? When I, a 37-year-old man, was 17, I got my then-girlfriend, who was 16, pregnant with twin boys. Her parents didn't want the babies to ruin her future, so they said that I had to either take them or give them up for adoption because she was not raising them. I wanted to give them up, but my parents told me not to. For the first seven years of my boys' lives, I didn't act like a father and was more like a big brother. They knew I was their father, but we never bonded like father and sons. When I was ready to move out, I wanted to do it without them, but my dad let me know it was my responsibility, so I had to take them. I didn't want to at first, but I'm glad it happened. Then we started bonding as father and sons. I started loving them and their love for me increased. I remember the three of us would sit on the couch to watch movies, one on my left, one on my right, while I wrapped my arms around them. They put their heads on my chest and I often kissed their forehead. We've been doing this since they were seven. I met my current wife five years ago. My kids were 15. We married three years ago after we welcomed our daughter, a four-year-old now. Now, my wife saw me doing this with my kids when we watched movies and never said anything. My kids are no longer living with us because they left for college, but they come to see me every now and then. My boys are now 20, but they still like to put their heads on my chest while I wrap my arms around them. They do it every time they visit and I'm watching TV. My son, Liam, visited me two weeks ago. He came out to me as gay and introduced me to his boyfriend. I don't care how my kids live their sexuality or who they love. I love them no matter what. I just want them to be happy and I don't feel any different. And it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable to hug them or kiss his forehead, but it seems that my wife is a little uncomfortable. My son visited me again last Wednesday. Since he was here two weeks ago, this is the first time he's been officially out with us. I was watching Red with my daughter. She was on my left. Then my son Liam arrived. He was tired and sat on my right. He put his head on my shoulder while I wrapped my arm around him. Then I kissed his forehead and said, good to have you back, buddy. We went to sleep and the next day my wife told me that it made her feel uncomfortable, me hugging and kissing my son and asked me not to do it again. While she doesn't mind me doing it with Lucas, my other son, who is straight, she doesn't want me to do it with Liam. I told her that she has no business being in my relationship with my sons. I also called her homophobic. She accused me of not treating her like an equal parent to my sons. And then I said, That's okay, because you're not. My brother says I should understand this because it's a big change for her, a son coming out. But seriously, I think there's nothing to get used to. It's neither her nor my problem who my son loves. So, am I in the wrong? 
All right, in my opinion, there is no way you're in the wrong here. If anyone's in the wrong, it's your wife for sexualizing something that doesn't need to be sexualized. What is wrong with a dad kissing his son on the forehead? At any age, it doesn't matter. Clearly, it's been a normal part of your guys' relationships ever since your children were born. And for her to say something like this and say that it feels weird when you do it with one son who is gay, but not the other who is straight, that is just straight up homophobia. Simple as that. I would love to know if you do the same thing with your daughter, how your wife reacts to that because that is going to be telling as to whether or not she is actually homophobic if she doesn't care about you hugging or kissing your daughter i mean i say kissing it's just kissing on the forehead it's not a sexual thing ever then that proves that she's homophobic if she cares about that as well then i don't know it's still weird i still think she has issues just my opinion though my husband refused to answer my calls while i was in labor and my brother played a horrible prank now my husband is furious i won't cut him off my husband and i got into a fight prior to my daughter's birth a week ago when he casually suggested a paternity test for our daughter when she was born. To be clear, this was completely out of the blue, with no wanting or reason. I'm a homebody who works remotely, with no male friends other than my brother. I told him that he was accusing me of infidelity, and he said he just wanted to be sure, and he kept bringing it up until I told him, after three days of him asking, and the stress starting to make me physically ill, that I didn't want to talk to him, and I left for my brother's house. I called him while I was gone and tried to work it out, but he refused. After all of this, I went home the next day to grab some things while he was at work, and I went into labor. I called him 16 times before calling my brother, who called him another half a dozen times himself while on the way to pick me up, and then on the way to the hospital. It was a horrible and traumatic birth. I started crowning in the car and the doctor delivered my daughter in the back of my brother's van because I was too far along to move me before rushing me in when I kept bleeding. It was horrible. I hated it all. My brother's wife, who was a nurse, even told me she honestly thought I wouldn't make it. I also opted for a hysterectomy as it came to that or something more dangerous. I only ever wanted one or none, but my husband wants a large family. I'm trying to bond with my daughter, but it's been hard. The point is that during this, while I was returning from surgery, 10 hours after I first called, my husband finally responded and asked why I hadn't answered his call. However, my brother had my phone and was so angry that he said, this is Opie's brother. I'm at the hospital, she didn't make it, and turned it off. My husband rushed over and got there when I'd just woken up and started shouting until the security forced him out. And then he didn't get to see our daughter until the next day because I was mostly asleep and apparently they needed my signature to allow him back. My sister-in-law thinks it was horribly cruel, but that he deserved it. But my brother stands by his prank and says that he only gave my husband 10 minutes of the same fear that he had felt at my side for over 10 hours. Whenever he sees my husband, he also keeps telling him that I nearly died because we waited for him. My brother used to be mostly indifferent to my husband, but now he absolutely hates him. You can see it in his face whenever my husband enters the room. And my brother's been visiting a lot because he doesn't trust my brother to care for me while I'm still healing. My husband is furious that he won't apologize and that I won't make him. And he yelled at me when I said that the only reason my brother had my phone was because he wasn't there. I'm trying to be empathetic. I know he feels guilty. I've spoken to my therapist and she says the apathy I'm feeling is likely general and not solely focused on him from the lingering shock from the trauma. 
but she didn't say much about the prank My mother-in-law has been texting me to say that my family is horribly cruel for the prank and that I should go no contact with my brother And now my husband is saying the same. I just don't know what to do I'm not in a good headspace. It's been hard to be in the same room with my husband and i've been sleeping as a result in the guest room with my daughter He brought up the paternity once more and I just exhaustedly told him to either get out of my face Or go stay with his mum if he's planning on stressing me out even more I really don't feel myself and yes I'm taking the likelihood of ppd seriously and my therapist who has suggested that it may be ptsd too However, I just want more opinions because I just don't know Wow, this is a very complex one. I mean, there's so much going on here. It's a lot to unpack. First of all, guys, get in the comments yourself if you're watching on YouTube. Let me know where you stand on this one. Interesting one, that's for sure. First of all, we've got to talk about the prank here. Was it too far? I'm going to go ahead and say no. I actually think it was justified. And I would go as far as to say that your brother's reasoning was logical. Like, I'm sorry, but the husband has done so much wrong here. And I think it's fair that he got to experience the pain that you, OP, and your brother were feeling. It was only for 10 minutes. Yes, it was truly a horrific thing to do, but so is not showing up to your own child's birth, your wife's pregnancy. Like, it's, it's mental. It really is. And we've got to remember that all of this originally stemmed from your husband wanting a paternity test. That alone is crazy. What does it say about this man that just one week before your daughter's born, he is demanding this? I'm sorry. But this is all his fault, really. And I know that what your brother did is crazy. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's justified. Now, none of that really matters because what I'm about to show you is an update to this story. That's right. OP has written a conclusion and told us how this story has ended. It's mental. Here we go. So I don't think this will be something we can come back from. I just don't think I'll be able to heal with him because there's no way he didn't know it was me calling. And he still hasn't told me why he didn't answer. I know I thought I wouldn't decide right away, but I actually don't want to forget how terrible it was waiting on him, thinking he couldn't possibly leave me like that, no matter how angry he was. I took the time to think of that moment before it all went down, and just how grossly betrayed and scared and alone I felt while the contractions were hitting, and I was on my knees trying to breathe through the pain while waiting on the phone while it rang through. And I just don't think there's any coming back from that. I would not want my daughter to think it's okay to stay with a man who destroyed her trust that way either. I'll be contacting an attorney and I'll be meeting with them in the coming weeks. We had a prenup, so it hopefully won't be too hellish, I hope. I feel like this situation became even clearer when my friend asked me if I'd still trust him as the one to sign off on my medical papers. And the reaction to that idea was visceral. I wouldn't. And I want him to get off that legality as soon as possible, in fact. There are roommates I had in college that I would have trusted more. I would have never ignored so many calls from him consecutively unless I told him expressly that I was unavailable at a specific time. And even then, I feel good with my brother and sister-in-law here with me, especially so with her being a nurse and having been there through the birth. It's really helped us bond in a way that we'd never really had time to. I've also finally told my old friends about the baby and they're alternating to come and help me out for the next little while. None of this even touched on the paternity test, but I'll get it for the proceedings, I guess. So I guess he'll get what he wanted. Anyway, I'm safe and well, and my daughter is healthy and happy as a peach, and pretty much an angel who is happy to sleep peacefully anywhere and took to the boob with ease which is such a blessing because everything still hurts. Just making this decision has taken an odd weight off my shoulders and my sister-in-law has really been helping us bond. Anyway, 
Thank you for letting me write this out. I'm not good at diaries or journals, but writing to people feels different. And it's actually brilliant for the clarity of the situation. Even my therapist said that I seem clearer and calmer. So there we go. Uh, That has caused the ending of that relationship. Let me know in the comments if you think that was the right decision or not. Now it's interesting, OP's logic here, because usually you'd say, okay, let yourself calm down and calm down, especially from those really angry thoughts that you had in the moment. But the difference here is that those angry thoughts and emotions are so key in this entire thing that you can't forget about them. And I actually massively understand what OP's done here. Thinking back to that moment and thinking how terrible it was and how you were in such a horrible and potentially life-threatening position almost because of your husband is reason enough to not forget about them and to, you know, put them in the forefront of your imagination and mind as you go on and make the decision about your future with this man. I think it's logical and I think you made the right decision. Let me know if you agree in the comments below. Wow, a crazy story. And so is this next one. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Am I the butthole for not waking my partner up and causing him to miss a family trip? I am a 26 year old woman and me and my partner, a 28 year old man, have five daughters, seven, six, four, and three years old, and also a five month old. For a long time, there's been an issue with him getting up to help with the kids in the morning. He thinks he should be able to sleep in on his days off work, while I think he should get up when the kids and I do or we should at least be alternating who lies in a bit. We've been seeing a therapist who has mentioned he should be helping more in the mornings. Recently, we had a family trip planned to the zoo with both of our parents, our sisters, and their kids. Previously, when we've gone out for the day, I've needed to shake my partner awake several times, and he lies in bed while I get the kids ready. He'll finally get up five minutes before we leave as I shout at him that I'm getting in the car. I've mentioned to him that this is very frustrating as it's a lot of work getting the kids ready to go out and it's not fair to leave it up to me while he lies in bed. He'd apologize and promise that the next time he'd get up and help. The night before the trip, I told him I'd need him to be awake at 6.30 a.m. so we could get everyone ready to leave by 8. He said he set an alarm and we went to bed. My alarm went off at 6.30 a.m. and I got up while my partner kept sleeping. I decided I wasn't going to wake him this time and I continued getting the kids ready. At 8 a.m. he was still sleeping, so I loaded the kids in the car and we set off. We arrived at the zoo at 9.30 a.m. and his family asked where he was. I mentioned he was still in bed and chose not to come. At 10.15, I got a phone call from him asking where everyone was. I said we went to the zoo as planned and I waited for him to get up, but he never did. He got really mad and told me that I should have woken him up like I always do and that I caused him to miss the trip. He then called his mum and complained to her, who yelled at me in the middle of the zoo that I was being unfair and I should have given him a shake to let him know he needed to get up and that I was about to leave. My mother then jumped in and said it wasn't my responsibility to get him out of bed and he needed to take responsibility for himself. A few more words were exchanged and his family stalked off for the rest of the trip. I had a blast with my kids, parents, sister, and my nephews. When we got home, my partner started on me again about how I should have woken him up. So, am I the butthole for not waking him up and going without him? 
Now, a few things have come up that I just need to clarify. One, he wasn't always like this. When the oldest two were little, he was always up with them. He even got up before anyone else to cook breakfast before going off to work. We had to move in with his parents at one point, and that is where things started to change. His family are incredibly misogynistic. Dad works, then comes home, watches TV, and drinks beer, while his mum does everything else, including getting his dad up for work, etc. These beliefs seem to have rubbed off on him, and his mum is very quick to tell him that something is the woman's job. Two, he's seeing a therapist independently who has suggested some form of depression. Three, he's generally pretty good otherwise. He'll help with dinner, cleaning, putting the kids to bed, etc. So he's not entirely useless. Getting out of bed in the morning is a long-standing issue though. Now, just like the previous story, this has actually also been resolved. We have an update. The morning after this incident, my partner got out of bed when the kids did and took the older girls out for breakfast. Later, I asked him if he'd be willing to read the thread and he agreed. He was very subdued afterwards and didn't say much except for agreeing that he was the butthole. The next day, he took off work and saw his GP and started on antidepressants and we had a long talk. He was ashamed by how he was acting and to see strangers comparing him to children. Those are some of the comments that were put on the first post. He cried when he realized how much he was letting everyone down, especially his daughters, who will grow up thinking that this is normal behavior. He confirmed that this all started when we lived with his parents a few years back. He left home at 17 to get away from his mother and she told him he'd fail as men needed women to look after them. He felt like a failure, so it was easy for his mother to feed him other ideas and she'd also manipulate things I did to look like he was incompetent as a person. For example, I'd tell him to relax and handle the dishes and his mother twisted it into me thinking that he was incompetent, so therefore he should just stop helping at all. He'd wake up feeling useless and she'd managed to convince him that he was unhappy because I wasn't taking care of him the way a wife should. He decided to go no contact with her, which didn't go well. She cried and told him he was a horrible son for abandoning his mother and that I was trying to control him by forcing him to do it. He blocked her, but she just used different numbers to continue calling him. After a week or so, he ended up changing his number and we haven't heard from his family since. He brought up that he was unhappy at work as it wasn't stimulating enough, but he felt like he couldn't leave. I offered to pick up some part-time work, but he said no. He talked to his boss and took some time off and eventually quits. He spoke to my dad who used some connections and got him a good job at his company. The new job is a primarily work from home position so he's able to help with the girls more and has more free time. He's able to take the girls to school and watch them play while he works, which they all enjoy. Before he started the new job, he booked a trip for us to go to the snow for a week. We had a blast and it was lovely to see him relaxed and happy and enjoying our girls and life. He's promised to be more honest about how he's feeling and our relationship has improved immensely. Thank you for everyone who gave judgment and advice as he says it really helped him see things more clearly, especially the toxic relationship with his mother. Well, that's good news. Um, Unlike the story previous, this one actually has a happy ending of sorts, I guess. The guy realized that it was really his mother who kind of, you know, forced him to think these sort of things and was the reason for his terrible mood and depression. Sorted that out by getting rid of her and now your family's happy good stuff. I think unlike the last one, these actions, your husband's actions weren't caused by himself. They weren't really him choosing to do these things. Obviously in the situation it was like he was not waking up on time, but they were kind of pushed on him by his mum. Whereas the story I read before, the the husband was the one who asked for the paternity test. That was pretty clear. So uh, yeah, it's a difference, isn't it? The first one was the man himself. The second one, probably his mother. 
The first one ended badly, and this one ended well. Good stuff. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 